Okay, in this podcast, we're going to go through, uh, call this podcast Archangel A12 to Senior Crown. And I want to start out with a, a little background uh, from a guy named Wiley Breitling who was a part of or, or developed this aviation department called the Hewitt Aviation Department. Listen to this story. Uh, uh, Willie Brighton was a celebrated pioneer uh, who had achieved the establishment of the Hewitt Aviation Department in 1938. Uh, aware of strict requirements for military and civil aviation, uh, he came up with uh, this, the name of this uh, Hewitt Aviation Division, and uh, Hewitt meaning the number eight. And the reason why is because it reflected the eight-day power reserve that's offered uh, by many dashboard clocks and other dedicated chronometric instruments, including our wrist chronographs. And the department that day was developing this for professional aviators. In addition to their impressive power reserves and easy readability, these onboard chronographs were distinguished by their lightweight cases. The Hewitt products immediately attract the attention of the military aviation uh, around a time, especially during the time of World War II when it was looming. The Hewitt Aviation Department then received like large orders for chronographs by the Royal Air Force and gained Wally Breitling uh, brand access to the cockpits of legendary bombers and fighter planes that uh, ended up performing so brilliantly during the war. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because if you haven't had an opportunity in this podcast set to listen to um, the the one, it's called Palace Podcast, or uh, it's labeled that, and and then I get into the eighth day or the eighth day aspect. It's really important to reference back to that uh, in understanding what we're going to go into today. Now, I uh, I want to jump into a transition here into this concept of going into the second heavens and uh, an experience that I came into uh, with Archangel Michael. And so uh, in sharing that, the reason why I'm bringing up this eighth day reality is because uh, this is about crossing over and breaching into uh, across time. And so let's, let's look at a passage to start out with out of Daniel 12. As we're in uh, looking at the end times uh, today, uh, Daniel twelve one says, "And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince who standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one of them that are found written in the book." And it says, many will sleep in the dust of the earth, shall awake and come to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting content. And they that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars for ever and ever. O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. You know, I think you probably realize this, that in our day right now, we're in one of these moments where knowledge is abounding all over the earth. So with that being said, and with this Internet, you know, just movement, information technology, more than likely what Daniel was prophesying here, we are uh, standing possibly poised right now for this 
these very words that have been shut up until this time. Well, I want to like share with you, as I've done throughout this podcast, a couple of experiences that I've had and the reason why I'm calling this A12 to Senior Crown. Now, just so you know where that comes from, that, that comes from SR71 Blackbird program. Uh, and before it was called the SR-71, the CIA had tagged that, that aircraft as they called it the A-12, or it was called the Archangel Program. And then later on, uh, the uh, curriculum was written that was uh, you know, a top-secret curriculum for that particular aircraft uh, for the pilots and uh, those who were involved in utilizing that aircraft as a reconnaissance aircraft. Uh, called Senior Crown. Now, it's not my duty here to get into the SR-71, which I would love to do that with you, but just in short, this aircraft uh, could fly at about an altitude of 85,000 feet. It went Mach 3 plus. It still holds records, even from 1976, for an air-breathing, fastest air-breathing engine uh, aircraft to ever be uh, manufactured. It's, I, you know, it's my favorite air- airplane. And um, recently, the Lord had kind of placed this for me in like a way that I can understand, and hopefully you can understand where I'm coming from. But he said, you know, hey, this is the A-12 to the senior crown, or this is the Archangel 12 to the senior crown. And he laid these two experiences in uh, for me so that I could share them with you because of what I believe that's going on globally in the nations and uh, prophetically uh, in the church and what this movement uh, Galactic Project movements about. All right, so it's uh, July the 10th, 2015. Uh, me and my worship leader, Stephen Scroggs Jr., we are interacting in downtown Hendersonville, North Carolina. Uh, he's uh, he's on his guitar playing, and I have been having some experiences for the first time, really, in the second heavens. Some of those you've probably already heard about in these podcasts. But uh, one day, uh, worshiping before the Lord, and, you know, I'm caught up into that that second heaven. It's dark. Uh, and as I've said this before, it, when you're caught up in that place, you can see yourself in yourself. And what I mean, Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 12, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. You know, I never knew what Paul was talking about until this happened, but it's both because when you're in that other dimension, you're in yourself looking through your own eyes, but you're outside of yourself and can see yourself. And that's a very, you know, different kind of way. Uh, and that dimension offers you that kind of perspective. It's a double perspective. Again, one in yourself and one outside yourself. And so, uh, you know, in the second heaven, I think uh, I'm standing there, and again, it's, it's like a darkness, and I don't even know how to explain it, except it's like a chocolate mousse with uh, flashes of cracking light going through it. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. There's plenty of passages on it in the Word, and uh, I'm standing there, and uh, I guess this, well, this angel is standing right in front of me, and if I was a, well, I'm six foot one and a quarter, and I suppose that angel must have been, I don't know, let's say over 12 times my height, you know, so whatever that would be, at 72 or so feet tall. I mean, he's just massive. 
And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of standing there, like, looking at him. And uh, he looks down at me, and he says something to me. He said, you know, he's Michael the Archangel. He introduced himself, and he says this one phrase to me, we're at your command. And uh, and I was doing what I'm doing right now, like, uh, like, what are you talking about? And I said, this is the first thing I said to him. I said, uh, who's we're? And because, you know, that's a plural pronoun. And I'm like thinking, it only looks like there's one of you. And I kid you not, this like V formation angelic ram comes out from behind Michael. And I mean, as far as my eyes could see in that dimension, angels, I mean, are behind him. They're shorter than him and they just go on and on and on forever. Well, this is what I said to him. I looked up at him and I said, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. Because, <laughs> I mean, I have a clue what he's talking about. We're at your command. Well, I, uh, I'm i dropping out of that experience. And if you've ever experienced that, you'll know, you know, been in the second heavens, you know what I mean by dropping out. So I'm dropping out of that experience. And the Lord, he says this name to me, uh, Dale M. Uh, I believe it was sides. He says, Dell M sides. And, um, and then he says, uh, strategic warfare intercession. And so do you know that it was just this last week and I, we're in, let's see, we're in the beginning of 2019, uh, January 27th, Daisy Smith from our ministry. She comes up to me and I, I tell them this story and she says now what are you going to do about this pastor and i said oh man i better do something about this and for the first time since july the 10th of 2015 i actually looked up del m sides about angels and check this out he's got a book called angels and the army how to release the heavenly host in spiritual warfare <laughs> oh well here i am i haven't even responded to this also, come to find out this last week. So I'm like, what is it? What is this about? So come to find out in Daniel 12, I type it in in MikeBickle.org, and Mike Bickle taught this message about Daniel 12 and the, and the end time release of God and the movement of the heart of the Father to the children and the spirit of Elijah. Guess when? July the 10th. 2015. No way. I mean, really. Here we are in Hendersonville midday having this meeting with Michael and Mike Pickles out in Kansas City teaching on it that evening. I just found that out. It's been, what has that been? Over three and a half years. Well, it's been three and a half years. Well, that's probably significant also. Anyways, um, So I'm, I'm sure that maybe you have references and there's biblical precedence for this. And, hey, we're just ordering a book to to get into this and unpack, you know, what this is about. Well, what happened, the reason why I got into this is because a dear friend of mine, John Harris, um, who some of you may know, he came up last week and he said, uh, Carol, the Lord wants you to look at an experience with the angelic ram it's time to partner for, with them for the release of this upcoming move and and steve scroggs senior had 
had an angel breakthrough come to him and say, move, move, move a couple of weeks ago. And so we were putting things together and just like taking this serious. And I have been in Kansas City, I don't know, four or five years ago, maybe more than that at one of the One Thing conferences. And in the middle of the conference, I'm just back there and the spirit of the Lord comes on me in like a warfare tongue and I'm just taken up. Well, I was over the top of the conference and got this uh, sword. I guess it. this sword was, I don't know, 20 to 25 feet long, and it had a blade on it that was about 12 inches wide. And I'm swinging it around in an arc over the top of that conference, and the power of God sweeping the conference, take that sword and slam it into the ground, and light breaks out. Now, you got to understand something. When I started this journey, I'd had a dream. My brother was in it. And I had went to, like, bring out my sword. The sword that I started this journey out with was probably more like a three-inch dagger. So I was kind of happy to know that that sword had increased in in uh, length and size. Because I remember the Lord saying, "You not like no intellectually, but you're going to have to know. When I'd ask him, how do I wield a powerful sword? He said, well, you need to have, like, experienced about 2,000 scriptures to wield any kind of sword of any kind offensively. And so, uh, you know, there I am at the Kansas City at that conference, and and uh, I look up there, and up at this portal, there's this angel standing up there, and he said, you know, told me to come up there. And, and uh, I, you know, the worship team was on stage, and Mike's on the stage, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm telling you, the spirit of the world was moving in there. I thought we were going to hit epic revival. And I was, you know, kind of disappointed. When I got up there and the angel puts his hand on my shoulder, and he said, um, uh, the father said, quit doing that. And I said, uh, I went to him, you know, I said, why? You know, because I'm thinking if I'm in the spirit, first of all, that's a good thing. Because I've been in the flesh so much just to be in the spirit that... I'm just happy about that. But uh, he says, the father, father said, quit doing that. And I said, well, why? And he says, you don't have the jurisdiction here. And I said, oh, okay. And, of course, I didn't know what he was talking about. I, I suppose, you know, now he means there's apostolic jurisdiction over certain regions for portals and moves and I, I got down out of that experience. I'm going to the back of the conference. I ran into Brad Ames, and Brad's like, he said, I tell you, brother, I mean, he's all fiery. I tell you, God's about to shake this whole building. I said, yeah, I'm telling you, and I, I believe it, and uh, I told him the experience. Well, that that experience, when John Harris came to me a week or so ago, he said that he was caught up into that same experience with me, that I had over the convention center. And I said, John, truly you hear from God because how could you know that? So I um, was like, I, I better take this word serious. And thus, uh, we've got Dale Inside's Angels in the Army book order. And I'm going to put this on the podcast for you and another uh, book that's come across our path this week uh, to help you if you want to enter into this and some material if you like to enter into aircraft and things like that, like I do. Um, okay. That's the a 12 archangel experience. Well here this last year that, you know, the word said, you know, it's going to go to senior crown. 
And, you know, it's going to go from A12 to senior crown. Well, I'd had a dream. And uh, I wouldn't say that I have a lot of spiritual dreams. I've probably had, I don't know, maybe a dozen or less. But uh, one night I was really interceding, asking the Lord, you know, what's going on? And I was really struggling with something. And I was like wanting an answer. And, that, you know, I fall asleep and I go into my dream state. And uh, I was really excited in this dream because I'm in a sports car. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't, whatever anybody says about it, I would love to go fast and I want a sports car and I love sports cars. And, um, and I'm pretty sure I was in a nice sports car and I'm headed up in Hendersonville and, and I know General Electric Company is on my right side, uh, coming out of Saluda and I'm flying. I mean, I'm just zooming. It's at night and my car like in a dream, you know, time can slow down. And so I see this young lady and she's off to my right and she's flipping and playing with this iPhone. And, uh, and I look into her eyes while my car is okay. I have been flying now. It slows down. It allows me just to look at her and I can see this dullness and boredom in her, uh, while she's, you know, messing with her iPhone. And I just perceive in the dream that, you know, that she's eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil and doing what so many young people in this generation are doing. And I'm, uh, and I, you know, I feel bad for her because her life is just absolute boredom. And, you know, it doesn't have any excitement or joy in it. And, you know, her eyes are dull. And, you know, I'm just like, man, Lord, awaken eyes unless we sleep the sleep of death, you know, Psalms 13. You know, open our eyes so that we can see. And she's satiated on this this apple, you know. And uh, so the car speeds back up. And uh, and then all of a sudden in the distance, I see these like uh, seven bright lights that are like in the heavens. And as I get closer, I realize they're angels. And there's seven of them. And so uh, as I'm approaching this... Um, this angel is getting more and more into view and he's got in his hands this golden crown and he he comes through the car while it's i mean i'm zooming it slows down but he sticks his crown through the car and puts it on my head and then you know i'm just rocking in on a head and that was it and the dream closes out and i wake up well with that in mind I'm going to read to you again, Daniel 12, because I think that maybe this will help. It says, at that time, Michael's going to stand up. A great prince who stands for the children of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been since a nation, even at that time. Now, you know, I started out this whole thing with the Hewitt Aviation Department and Willie Willie Brightling. Why? Because uh, as when you look back at the palace and the, the eighth day episode that I did for you, it explains this. He says he's going to come and intervene at a time of trouble in a time, it says, and at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that will be found written in the book. And many of the sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life and some to everlasting contempt. And they, the wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and many will be they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. And he tells him to 
seal it up. What's going on here? He said, many's going to awaken what? To everlasting life. Because what's going on here? And I, you know, I come to find out that crown that was stuck on my head was the crown of immortality. It's, it's called the indestructible crown. And there's, I believe there's five crowns that are spoke of in the word that you can go in and look at. I'm not going to do that today. But the Lord is giving a an incorruptible crown uh, and that has to do with righteousness. And, and so when we're persuading others, and this is my hope that I'm persuading you to the righteousness of Jesus Christ, uh, that, that many would shine as the brightness of the firmament and that you would shine bright uh, for him. Years ago, the Lord said, you know, this is th- this whole thing's prototypical. And so when I'm sharing with you these stories, I know you're going to connect with them because they're not just like, yes, they're personal stories, but they're prototypical of an end time move that involves uh, the remnant and those that the Lord is going to save in this great end time harvest. And so it's, it's prototype for you. And I really want you to get a hold of this. This great Warren angel, Michael here, this A12 archangel, is standing up in this end time to draw the heart of the father to the children and the children to their fathers uh, to eventuate in what? Uh, pioneering for a glorified body, putting on an indestructible life. And that you would not be those that would turn towards, because it says there will be those that will shame, they'll go from to shame and everlasting contempt. Listen, that that tree of knowledge of good and evil, it just what it does is it brings shame and guilt. And listen, we we can look at that, but we're not to satiate ourselves on that. And you need to be looking at, I need to be looking at information only in the context of revelation that's coming from a relationship with our Father. Uh, it, through the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, don't go just seeking after uh, and, and filling yourself with that dullness of that, tr- that tree of knowledge of good and evil. Uh, that, so apple was built uh, and, uh, to bring this forth all over the earth. And so... You don't want to get in this dullness and boredom that could, you know, that's that's involved in that, that that again brings contempt and shame. You know, I've hung out with some young people recently and I mean someone sneezes in the room, no one even says, uh, you know, bless you. I'm like, man, I my old you know, I'm a Gen Xer, but and and the baby boomers and the you know, the other you know, everybody when they heard somebody sneeze said bless you, right, Henry? You know, and so, I mean, when you hear nobody responds to anybody with a blessing, that's contempt, you know, and it's, and I think it's because we just got ourselves so wrapped up in the stuff. Eat from the tree of life. Go after the Lord. If you're not in a relationship with him right now, ask him to save you. And, you know, uh, and if you, if you have been, but you're getting involved in stuff, you know, this is not the time to be placing yourself in the ways of this world and giving yourself over to the flesh. This is the time right now. Listen, this is the time. This is happening where knowledge is abounding. And listen, I've had these experiences so I can vouchsafe for the fact that the Lord is raising up something. Let's be crowned with 
immortality and life, eternal life. I mean, let me say, the Lord is so good and his mercies endure forever. And that he is great and greatly to be praised and worthy is the lamb that was slain before the foundation or in the foundation of the earth. And let's give ourselves to him and, and just be committed to that. All right, let's just, let's go before the Lord and Lord, you overcome, you're victorious, you're full of life, you've already won this whole storyline, you know everything that's going on in all of our lives, and I thank you for this uh, this remnant party, the purple party, the royal family that I'm getting to uh, minister with and to and be friends with, I just ask you today that you would cause us to have a singular mindset and devotion to you. Uh, set us, Lord, in, uh, help us to throw off every weight that hinders and the sin that does so easily beset us, to run this race that's set before us, Lord, to to put forth your the, the beauty of what you've won for us and help us not to discount the day of small things. Help us think about our private life and our public life is before you. Help us to have a reverential awe of who you are and to believe uh, for the miraculous. Lord, help us to just be uh, overwhelmed by you and speak to our hearts, Lord, in the tender places where we can uh, hear you and, and actually see you. And I pray, Lord, that this today is going to be like for some people, like capturing of a phenomenon related to angelic encounters that we wouldn't get into that, Lord, but we would uh, just set our eyes on you, Jesus, in your name. And you are the Christ, oh Jesus, you shine. The heavens declare and reflect in the skies. Our eyes have been